I V M. Hi, I'm Utsav, a behavior researcher by training and a slow traveler by passion. Postcards from Nowhere is a travel podcast where I condense a decade of travel experiences and explore not just the where but also the why and how to travel. My stories emerge from slow traveling the less explored parts of the world: Bosnia and Herzegovina, Armenia, Uzbekistan, and even China. At the end of each story, I give practical tips and new ideas about how to travel better. This week, I take you to the often forgotten nation of Cambodia and tell you the story of a common man and how we must visit countries ravaged by war. I was born in 1970 or maybe 1973. It's difficult to say. Akira can never be sure because at the age of 5 his parents were among the 1 million Cambodians slaughtered in the Khmer Rouge killing fields. He then lived in the jungle with other orphan kids. There was no one around to tell them how old they were. It's not often you come across a person whose life story mirrors that of his country. For so deeply are the two intertwined that taking away one from the other seems impossible. He was conscripted into the Khmer Rouge at age 10. first to cook hunt and wash clothes for the soldiers but was soon handed a gun he officially became a child soldier it was during this fraught time that akira first became familiar with landmines indiscriminate weapons that broke no distinction between marauding combatant and inquisitive child sometimes i would carry around 100 with me in a sack he says every week i would see someone hurt by them he was so skilled at laying and clearing mines that his supervisors began comparing him to a heavy duty appliance company in Japan one reportedly commented he works just like an akira yes akira is not even his real name he was born eun yik but the name akira stuck he ended up fighting the vietnamese along the border but was eventually captured 6 years later as the vietnamese took control of nam pae facing execution He started fighting for his captors against his former Khmer Rouge allies and then one day he was faced with one of the hardest choices a soldier has to make across enemy lines he saw a familiar face i saw my uncle opposite me but i shot over his head to avoid killing him but this isn't the story of what became of the early years of akira's life this is a story of how things turned around for him finally after 10 years of fighting different wars and un led intervention led to a democratic transition of power in cambodia akira was recruited as a part of a mammoth mission clearing cambodia's 6 million landmines within a year he left the un job and went on to do something much more ambitious in a world away from cambodia way back in 1946 celebrated austrian psychiatrist and holocaust survivor victor frankl wrote the psychological memoir man's search for meaning he writes about what the gruesome experience of ostrich taught him about the primary purpose of life he says everything can be taken from a man but one thing the last of human freedoms to choose one's attitude in any given set of conditions to choose one's own way akira probably would have agreed with victor armed with no demining tools he used a set of knives and a stick and started defusing landmines and unexploded ordinances at the request of farmers and village chiefs he began touring remote villages which un missions would take years to get to 
with no safe disposal mechanisms in place, he started storing the diffuse explosives in his house, sometimes even selling them as junk to fund his operation. In 2008, on my first ever backpacking solo trip to Cambodia, I ended up visiting a unique museum, 30 minutes outside of Siem Reap. Away from the crowds thronging Angkor Wat, the museum charged a modest $2 fee, but the artifacts on display were not celebrating the rich heritage of the Khmer people. In fact, it was a grim reminder of the fate of Cambodia and more closely, the early fate of Akira, the Cambodia Landmine Museum. Across the museum, one would see all sorts of landmines, everything from trip fires you see in Hollywood films to anti-tank mines, unexploded missiles and cluster bombs. The museum was set up by none other than Akira as a way to grow awareness of the war brought about by landmines, which wages on long after the soldiers and tanks have left. In his relentless pursuit of making Cambodia a mine-free country, he and his team have removed 50,000 pieces of explosives. I wasn't lucky enough to meet him, for he is out 25 days of a month in remote parts of Cambodia clearing landmines with his team. Or I'd imagine he wouldn't have the time to meet silly tourists like me. But since 2008, Akira's team has put 100,000 people back on 180 cleared hectares of land. In a nation where a quarter of the 14 million population lives on less than dollar one a day, that's an enormous achievement. Akira turned around his life and then a few thousand more. We often see museums housing the past and most sites of dark tourism intend for us to reflect on the actions and consequences of man. But rarely have I ever seen a museum that makes us reflect on the present. In our lives, where war has turned into a spectacle within our living rooms, one must not forget that the misfortune of others is free and does not hurt. We may sympathize and pity, but it will be forever hard for us to comprehend the actual truth, to truly understand and comprehend the losses of the people. To all the places we go to, we must make an effort to understand these losses, for only then we can claim to have really seen a country. If you like this podcast, don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on the IBM network. You can listen to us on the IBM podcast app or ibmpodcast.com. You can also follow us on our social media. We are at IBM Podcasts on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to reach out to me, I am Utsav Memory on Twitter and YB Travel 42 on Instagram.